Apples and bananas. I was singing. I was in the car driving home from school the other day, and uh, Crash came on. Dave Matthews. Crash. I've never heard that. And I started singing it in the car, and I just went like crazy with it. And I realized how much I love the line, um, "A boy's dream," and so I just kept singing that like over and over. And a boy's dream. Crash into me like a boy's dream. <laughs> And it was just back like a bullshit. Are we recording? Mm. Are we recording? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Come have a blast. Step on the gas. Smack a giraffe. It's the fat cats. Come talk fast. Fast some gas. Make it last. This is Pat Cass, Pat Cass, Pat Cass, hey man, it's badass, Pat Cass, Pat Cass, Pat, 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 hey, it's the Pat Cass. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Patrick, your host, broadcasting live from the Red Room this evening. Got a really good guest here. Matt Davis, say hello. Hello. What'd you do this morning? I pooped. Tyler Mullins is also here. How you doing, man? Yes. What'd you do? What'd you do last night? Homework. Brian Bice, sir, how are you? Fine. What are you doing tomorrow? I can't predict. Dr. Kenny Shatner. Oh, my name's Dr. Kenny Shatner. Alright, we need to talk about something serious. Something serious. You know what I'm talking about. You know what he's talking about. ISIS. No. What? The Egyptian goddess? No. We're talking about professional wrestling and how it isn't wrestling at all. I started watching uh, Lost again. Dr. Kenny. No, he's. Dr. Kenny! He can can bring it back. So wrestling isn't wrestling. There's a video that was released last month. Yeah. Directed by Max Linus. Kind of a sequel to a rant he had on a podcast. Yes. That went viral. Man, people post that shit all the time. It comes up a lot. But anyway, so he decided, I guess, I'm going to assume from that going Max Landis, by the way, son of the... Yeah, John Landis. John Landis, one of my favorite directors Director of Blues Brothers and Thriller music video. Animal House. Animal House. Burke and Hare. Yep. A lot of great things, (laughs) but still made it. American Wolf in London. Yep, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of movies. He even makes a cameo in Wrestling Is Wrestling. So Wrestling Is Wrestling is like a twenty-four minute video that, which is a length that when you just see it at the bottom of the page, you think, eh. Yeah, I don't know if I can do this. I want to commit. That's what (laughs) I think. That's what Matt. That's what what, I did. That's what Matt went through. I sent it to him, and he was like, "Mm, I don't know if I can do this. But once it gets going, like I just I couldn't turn it off. Yeah, once it started. you kind of forget. It's not yeah, really, I turned it on and I was like, I'm not turning this off. Yeah, it wasn't even in, actually. It wasn't for me watching it. It wasn't even until seven minutes in that I realized it was 24 minutes because I looked. It had been going on a while. And I was like, how long is this? Because we're covering a lot of ground here, and yeah. we still got a long way to go. Yeah. And so then I was like, oh wow, this is pretty long. Yeah. Um, filled with cameos from from uh, who's who of people. Um, it's just a great, great video, especially for someone if you've never been introduced to pro wrestling. Like me. Like Brian Bice. Now, Brian, your history with professional wrestling, is it totally non-existent, or, um, or have you ever dabbled? I have literally never, never. seen a full episode or... Match. Ma- match. For, yeah. uh, that's probably a better word for it. The fact that I couldn't even give you a good, like, segment name. I'd, right. Right. Just non-existent. Gotcha. It's a weird thing I flipped by 
on TV when I was a kid. Yeah. Moving on. Like, yeah. To like not stopping to I Love Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should we do a brief history of how professional wrestling became a thing? We should even do a brief history of even saying us. I feel like because we've never really had like a wrestling episode. And saying I, I was going to explain how the sport occurred. Oh, then go ahead. Like, the genesis of tell me why it exists. Yeah. Go ahead. Professional wrestling uh, at the very beginning was uh, performed in carnivals, uh, traveling carnivals. Uh, right at the turn of the century. And originally, wrestling was totally real. And everything uh, was contested under the rules that we know it as you have to knock your opponent down and pin them for three seconds. Which, if you've ever watched any sort of human combat, that's really fucking hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the rules in place. You know, when when every fighting... Um, promotion has different rules where you're allowed to kick, but not here. You're not allowed to kick in the like head. You gotta you're just to... be super tired to not get up first. Exactly. <laughs> just like I, I don't care anymore. So I'm just gonna lay you, here for you three. You pretty seconds. much have to knock somebody out. But if you just had to knock somebody out in a bare knuckle fight, most matches wouldn't last long at all. So you're not allowed to use closed fist, which is why you get all these weird moves like European uppercuts and weird workarounds. Because otherwise, why wouldn't you just punch each other? Well, it got really, really popular, really, really quick. People loved it. But the matches, as you might expect, went on forever. And so after a certain amount of time, people started to get tired of it. And they were like, well, I don't really want to sit here for an hour and a half waiting for the finish of this match. So they started fixing the endings and they started putting them together in like 30 minute, 45 minute chunks, palatable chunks where people could actually watch. Mm. And originally it was just sort of, we know this is going to go for 30 minutes. And when it's over, you pin this guy. And it wasn't really all the ridiculous moves just sort of evolved later but it was it was interesting because it was popular in the beginning as a real sport and then people lost interest and then it got popular again as a fake sport and then everything just sort of evolved from there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, i didn't know that that's amazing yeah yeah the history is it's 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 bizarre especially i'm sure i mean i've watched it for so long now that it just is what it is so, <laughs> to me. Not that I, I not that I, I'd ever given it like a full sentence of thought. Yeah. Well, true. No, that's that's a good. This is a good point because what is what is your? Because you know most people have a general opinion if they've never watched it of what they think professional wrestling is. It's fake. It's uh, I don't know. I feel like what's another like general opinion of wrestling if you've never seen it people uh, homoerotic <laughs> yeah there's that sure um i i i've never had a conversation with anyone that 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 i've never had a full conversation with someone that loves it mm-hmm. so i so my my just reflexive assumptions about it had never been challenged in any kind of way right. so i if i had been if I'd had to fill out a survey or something, right. I just would have been like, it's a weird thing that some people think is real or just allow themselves to believe is real. And Knowing that, yeah. I think that's true for a lot of people who aren't wrestling fans and don't have any friends that are wrestling fans. Right. They assume that wrestling fans do think it's real. Right, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Which is crazy as a wrestling fan. Yeah, That very anyone crazy, would believe yeah. that. Well, that's yeah. just it. Like, yeah. like it's, it's one of those things, it, it's, it's kind of fun to find those assumptions in your life where as soon as it's challenged, you're like, Oh yeah, right. Obviously that's not what's going on. Right. Yeah. You know, but I, it, 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 that, that was a, a soap bubble that had never had any 
pressure applied to it. Yeah. And that's why this that video was so revelatory to me. That's why I enjoyed that so much. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm okay. I'm yeah. in now. Like I was right. I was converted instantly into like a believer in the art form. Yes. You know. Yeah. That's why I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because as soon as I recognized that it was operatic, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, the same way that like uh, long form comic books and soap operas. Uh, uh, are are operatic. As soon as I got that, I was like, oh, okay, yes. Yeah. Then I was I was suddenly enamored with it. You right. Know? And I could watch it for days now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I am no uh, closet wrestling fan. I think pretty much everybody knows that I like professional wrestling. I don't I don't hide it. I feel like there are probably a lot of fans that don't reveal that they like it for whatever reason or thinking of what people would think of them liking professional wrestling but yeah. i've had plenty of people once i've said oh yeah like i love it like if i've had it on or like oh yeah like you watch you watch wrestling like and, I, and it's true like everyone says you know it's fake right yeah i don't it's like it's like a given i'm like yeah and i'm like you know what's your what's your favorite tv show mm, game of thrones you know it's fake right <laughs> but that's the thing like i remember one of the one of the weirdest moments of watching that video was when uh, the when they summarized the story beat when he like kidnaps Stephanie McMahon <laughs> yeah. and like marries her mm -hmm. and I, I, that strangely enough that is one of the like forty five seconds that I saw as a kid uh, flipping oh, through right. and I saw him being like <laughs> look at this video or whatever it was yeah, yeah. and I saw like I was like obviously this would not work yeah I'm going to watch Dick Van Dyke yeah. now like that yeah. I remember that moment as a kid Dick Van Dyke yeah. is fake Brian stop it <laughs> he really trips every time over that chair every time every time but th that was a strange that was probably the most potent moment in the video because it just it brought me back, back yeah. threw me back to a really specific moment where what turned me away from it was not that it wasn't a really dynamic set of characters doing crazy things but because I was just like who would believe this click yeah. for some reason the way it's presented <clears throat> I feel the need to defend people that say that yeah. because some for some reason the way it is presented to the world uh in a lot of ways, similar to actual real-world sporting events, yeah. makes it to the outsider seem like an exercise in fraud. The, there's a reason everyone says that. There's a reason that if I had been, uh, if I'd had that conversation with someone and had been a bit less informed, I might have said the same thing. Sure. You know, like it. It's. Now, again, now that I'm, like, converted, that's part of what I love about it. But it's also part of what is weird about it. I, think, I see totally I, what you mean by that. <clears throat> I think professional wrestling, I will never try to convince somebody that professional wrestling is should be universally adored. Because it shouldn't be. Yeah. It's very much a product for a certain type of person. Could you, could you, subset of the population. Could you uh, expand that a bit? Like, what's the group? Well, I don't know what the group is. The group is whoever would buy it. You can't or whoever would willingly go in and suspend that amount of disbelief mm. in order to properly enjoy it. But it's the, it go, the same goes for whenever I like encounter a metal fan, like as in music, 
a metal fan or not uh, like, like oh a, man titanium alloys like this or like uh like a, a hardcore science fiction fan or like somebody who plays like warhammer 4k or something like uh. that those are so uh. like beyond my comprehension mm. and i just think i totally understand why somebody could look at professional wrestling and think there's no way i could get into that like that shit is so fake it's it's so pitiful it's poorly acted it's poorly constructed whatever else but if you can allow yourself to be in that position to actually think, okay, I can, I can, um, I'll let them have a pass on the limitations and the things that they don't do very well in order to appreciate what they do really well, then I can be okay. Some people aren't wired that way. Some people aren't going to be able to appreciate. So that's okay. So, so still maybe just keeping one foot on the other side of, of the threshold as like a, as a non-believer or whatever, could you, the, the conversation between, you know, it's fake and yes, I do n seems to never get to the point. Like, tell me what they do. Well, like what's, what's, what's amazing about good professional wrestling. The one thing that, um, slightly bothered me about the video, there's no wrestling in it. And I get the whole video is about how wrestling isn't wrestling, but wrestling is what makes wrestling wrestling. It is like the best part. The matches are the best part yeah. because you're watching two guys. You're watching two guys choreograph a fight scene live on television in front of you, and they're not getting hurt. Yeah, they're and they're getting in the crowd, and it's like they're feeding being, off the crowd. The crowd reactions too, but is it all, are what make like an amazing match too because the crowd is just like just fully involved. The mm. WWE gets a lot of flack for pandering to casual fans and trying to bring in your average American. Rather than lot. catering yeah. to the hardcore wrestling fans, but what's the difference? Like, what kind of stuff would be pandering versus catering to the hardcore fans? There's a big <laughs> constantly bringing in names that are uh, already established in the industry the Rock. that everyone's going to know, like The Rock or Stone Cold or People The Undertaker. Past names, not current names. That's right. a problem to the in today's because wrestling is the turnover for great young wrestlers is constant. There's never been a lack of great young wrestling talent. There's always somebody. Always. And the biggest gripe amongst hardcore fans is that those people don't get an opportunity to shine. Yeah. To and succeed. bring their... Because you're putting the spotlight on former talents who are established. So, it, in that way, it's a great uh, synecdoche for the real world where the baby boomers are really holding on to the jobs. That's exactly right. Boy, Brian, you're... Uh, you're really speaking to me with this baby boomer bashing. <laughs> All right. I'm in, guys. Bunch of assholes. I'm in. Yep. No, this, you're exactly right. But yeah, the, the actual match is the best part of professional wrestling. And the story is only there to make you care about the match. Mm. Because if two guys just fight every week for no reason, who gives a shit? Right. Okay. Eventually, who gives a shit? Yeah. It might be great one night only or something. Yeah. Um, but the story is what makes you appreciate why they're fighting. And the, and, the, and the way that works, nine times out of ten, is that there's a good guy and a bad guy. Wrestling really clings to that. The, the they, they don't like gray areas. They don't like yeah. anti-heroes. Every now and then, anti-heroes get over really well. But usually you've got to get over is a, is a term, Brian. Yeah, get over is a it's, wrestling it's to, term. Yeah, to, it means to getting be, to be popular. Be popular with the crowd. <laughs> we might use if you're over, oh, you're God. popular with the yeah. crowd. Okay. And you can be over as a good guy or a bad guy. If you're over as a good guy, it means people want to see you wrestle. They want to see you on TV. They want to see you win. 
if if you're over as a bad guy, it means people want to see you get your ass kicked. Yeah. You're not over as a bad guy if people want to see you go away. Yeah. That's not a good. That doesn't sell yeah, tickets. That's bad. Those are the great, the great villains. Mm-hmm. Can I hear a couple names? Yeah. Ric Flair. Like of all time, or current? I guess all time, probably. I don't know. Well, just whoever pops into your mind is great villains. Uh, Ric Flair. Ric Flair, right definitely. At the top. Yeah, he's probably the best bad guy of all time. Yeah, I mean, he he built companies based on the fact that people wanted to see him get his ass kicked. Yeah, absolutely. Is he the one in the suit? Yes, Rolex wearing. That, okay, yeah. yeah, all right. Diamond ring wearing. The way he walks out, I've I, 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 riding jet yeah. plane. Comes flying. out a robe and he's just. I've just seen clips of him walking down that metal <laughs> ramp, and I'm like, yeah. oh man, I don't like that guy. Yeah, all bad guys for the most part reach a certain popularity level where people start to appreciate the fact that they're hated bad guys more than they hate them and ind- they, we probably are going to start using industry terms here so bad guys are known as heels okay the rest of the world. good guys are faces or baby faces so faces and heels okay that's good guys and bad guys is kane a heel now yes he's kind of teetering that Wrestlers line at go the back moment and forth all the time <laughs> they okay. go back and forth a lot so undertaker so it'll say you're turning heel or you're turning face that means you're becoming a good guy or becoming a good back so right now honestly Kane has been a bad guy for, been a heel most of his career. He's kind of teetering line. He's unmasked guy. now too, right? He's like, unmasked. Like, yeah. like when I was a kid flipping masked. through, yes, I remember seeing him like scary. Yeah. That's one of the best wrestling storylines when they took the mask off. Yeah, he unmasked in 2003. You, do yeah. you know why he wore the mask? No, because as a child, yeah. his house was burned down. Kane probably had scarred. the biggest backstory. Honestly, Kane had a ludicrous amount ever. <laughs> nobody has as much backstory. Yeah, nobody has a backstory like the character he comes in as Kane. the Undertaker's brother. They talked about him for weeks up until he actually showed up. <laughs> nice. So we knew all about him. We were just like, and then he this? showed up and nobody knew who he was. Yeah. And there was like, oh, that's came up. That's gotta be Kane. He debuted and ripped the door Kane. off the the cage, and the rest was history. But Kane, like, okay, so like as a child, his house was burned down, and he was scarred, and so when he came into the industry, he was all covered up. He had the mask he on to hide the scars because he was embarrassed about the scars. And then when he was unmasked, there were no scars. The scars were emotional. Oh! <laughs> After years, right? Yeah. 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 Got to come up with it somehow. That's a good. That's a good example. So, <laughs> I heard a lot of talk. So the ridiculous. whole video, the whole video. Yeah. And all the talk I've heard since from you guys. Mm. I mean, it, it all sounds uh, sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. So, what what do the hardcore fans feel about the divas? They want them. They want the good ones. Okay, the divas is really interesting because there's some divas who are great, legitimate wrestlers, such as like, super great, yeah, so, such as Paige, Paige, um, Sasha Banks. The, Sasha Banks, the greatest wrestler in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not true anymore. Shame has yeah. returned. But uh, <sighs> don't even don't even get me started. But yeah, Paige, AJ, who just retired. Uh, Natalia yeah. is an amazing wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a lot Lucia of really Fox good ones. Has come a long way. No, she, yeah, she's great. They just don't use her. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so the argument is, but WWE likes to sign marketable women, so they hire a lot of models and actresses or people who are, you know, people who want to get who want to. The be thing famous. too, we should also probably mention in this day and age in WWE, it's it's PG, quote unquote. So it's not like in the days of the late '90s when it was scandalous and you know women weren't wearing much and it was like oh it's like it's too hot for tv let's you know it's shock tv we'll watch you know see possibility of this girl making out with this girl just like weird you know whatever nowadays pretty much the females are there pretty much just for matches and 
you know, they might have a couple of stories like here and there, but it's Sometimes. not, but it's not like it was 15 years ago, 20 years ago. But the, the biggest debate now, or at least the biggest gripe on online fans is they're not given the proper time or, uh, and I guess they're not given the opportunity to show their skill set, Right. Because they're always involved in either one minute matches that are, that are filled on three minutes on either side with like shallow storytelling. Yeah. The actual wrestling doesn't yeah. exist. I think most hardcore fans want to see the divas who are actually good at wrestling be given a Have chance matches, to wrestle. Yeah. Mm. And that's the thing, too, because the biggest joke for the longest time was on divas match. That's bathroom break. You can go. If you're at a show. Who cares? Right. It's like you want to care, but they're not giving you anything with those storylines to make you care. So, like, so they, I mean, we use, a, I used the word operatic earlier. Like, they've, they're not given, they're not given that kind of. The term is so tired. That, <laughs> I don't know how much I like him being back there. <laughs> I didn't even know he was over there. I think so he feels so safe. Said something. I think he feels like a small a man. In a I just hear a voice from across. I wish we had like a screw, like a, a window we do when you're in a studio. Yeah. I think he feels like a small man in a big pickup truck. <laughs> like impatient at a traffic Or light. a big man in a small hatchback. <laughs> <laughs> Hurting his knee getting out of the car. <laughs> No, but there are some. That very, didn't happen. It did happen. It, it happened. It did happen. That never happened. It, happened. it better have happened. <laughs> it did happen. Not true. He hurt his knee, but it wasn't getting out of that car. Whatever. Wait. Whatever. Twist. The the ringside announcers go wild. <laughs> so, um, it's just. It, I mean, and I'm being sincere. It's so. The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay is my favorite contemporary novel of all. Like of I say of all time. That's kind of contemporary novel. Jeez. Full stop. <laughs> um, and it's all about like uh, the comic book industry in the forties, yeah. which was such a fringe, like uh, just for kids. It's weird and stupid selling advertising kind of industry. Of course, comic books now are like fueling so much of pop culture and it's 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 as it's cooler now to like comic books than it's ever been to like comic books. For sure. Yeah. Um yeah. And uh anyway, this reminds me of that where it's like in terms of long f long form storytelling, there's really no closer parallel for comic books than professional wrestling. Mhm. Mm uh true. And uh so it just, it, it just in that way it feels like a light's just been switched on. He know? needs to see Finn Balor's entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. That's a comic book come to life. I don't know what you're talking about. We'll show you later. All right. Right. You two wrestling <laughs> wrestling had their day obviously in the late 90s. Yeah. Many days. 2000. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a point I don't I don't remember the exact number mm -hmm. but I've always read the stat like in 99 or 2000 like 60% of the t-shirts sold in America had either wrestling or South Park on it. They got ludicrous ratings, like nine point um, fives and stuff. Yeah, yeah. just ridiculous. Insane. Out of what? You never added in hundred. We're not there anymore, not even a little bit. And it's funny because people always talk about it's. Imp it seems like it's important to a lot of wrestling fans that wrestling be popular. Like their fandom is legitimized. Like somehow they need they they or it needs to be justified. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I, I like this thing, and everyone else does too. And for, I mean, for me, that's not true at all. Which is a whole different conversation because some, uh, I've, I've always been fascinated by this, this conflict within myself too. Some fans 
desperately want what they love to be popular. Yeah. M- maybe just for pure um, uh, confirmation of self worth, mm-hmm. uh, or or maybe for more altruistic kind of support of the artists that they love. Sure, uh, plenty of other fans, maybe more fans, get pissed when something that, that they love gets cop gets popular. Like they right. spend so much energy saying, "You don't even know." Like the second stage of the evolution of that Pokemon, <laughs> you know, um, and I like I I remember finding, I remember blogging about that song, somebody that I used to know, mm-hmm. and how he sounded so much like Sting, and how I loved that, and then s- four months later he was everywhere, mm-hmm. and how that that like pissed me off. And I remember interrogating that and be like, what What is that? Like I loved the song, and the artist. Uh, has profited greatly from a great song. Like, right. what's, why am I upset about that? And mm-hmm. it's a weird, it's a weird dichotomy. Like, some art, some fans, some fanatics are desperate for everyone else to affirm their passions. And some are desperate to have everyone else know that they loved them first. It's really strange. Right. The problem thing too with wrestling fans is I feel like most of them can never be completely satisfied. Well, that's, ignore them. I know that, but I'm... It's not even worth talking about. I know that, but it's... people who will shit. There's always somebody, and with the internet, everybody has a voice, and so it doesn't matter what happens, there's always right. going to be at least one person who very loudly is going to talk mm-hmm. about how awful it was. Right. And there's also, the problem is, too, there's a million different wrestlers on the roster, not literally a million, but it's like, you can, you have so many favorites to choose, and there's obviously going to be, you know, you don't like this guy, you like this guy, you hate it when this guy starts... You know, they start doing more with this guy, or you don't like it when your your guy's not doing anything. So there's like, that's a good point. It's not like the wrestling industry or the wrestling fans are split down the middle. It's not, not like it's half not like half the people all, yeah. like this guy and half the people like this guy, it's or a this group of guys opinion. and this group of guys. Yeah. Everybody has their own favorite. Mm. So even the most popular wrestler in the company might only be like fifteen percent of the fans' favorite. Wow. Yeah. So which means. The majority of the wrestling fans feel like they're getting screwed every so, time one guy is in the main event. Has has um, has the internet changed that? Like, I mean, like, there's only so much prime time uh, you can give to wrestlers. Like, has YouTube not revolutionized how uh, all fifth, the the various fifteen percent are 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 given their day? Like. No, because for a wrestling fan, it's all on the same show. It's a three-hour show of Raw. There can only be one main event, or each pay-per-view. There can only be one match for the So title. it's still structured like Somebody's a... Somebody's always getting screwed. It's still structured like a show in that sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, because there's... There, I mean, like, SNL changed when they could post unaired skits or... Stuff like that. Well, that's the thing, too. That's There's such a weird thing, because there's all this stuff that they'll air on their app during the show or like even on YouTube afterwards it's not or getting aired on TV yeah there's on the website yeah and then there's a bunch of stuff that breaks fourth wall nowadays that's talking about the show Twitter from an outside of the show. Twitter's changed everything cuz now changed. wrestlers can engage in feuds on Twitter when they're given no airtime on TV and so fans like, yeah. watching two wrestlers go at it on Twitter just talking shit to one another have this idea that man these two I've really got a good thing going. Cena and Raw kind of started that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, but much. then you turn on Raw, you turn on TV on Monday, and 
those wrestlers aren't even on the show. And people yeah. are like, why aren't they be given time? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, well, what are they? It's like, there's, you know, they're just doing it to, I feel like they're just doing it to use their voice and get noticed. Yeah. But. And so, so fan demand like that. Yeah. Can change can change who, who it gets can time. it can and it can also it's be rare. bad too it's, because it, there are a lot of politics and you know from management standpoint it seems like in WWE so there's a lot Zach of holding back that Ryder. is the perfect example of this there was a wrestler Zach Ryder we oh, still a wrestler I don't know why I say there was I mean Zach I might as well say Ryder. there was Zach Ryder <laughs> was at the very bottom of the card yeah he could not have been lower on the totem pole. He a made a, and then he started a YouTube show and got YouTube popular. Show. Like it was just was like, like why a, are they using this guy, like a three to five minute show a week, where yeah. he just did whatever, right? Yeah. Whatever. What do you mean? What do you mean? Did whatever? Like, what was the show like? Uh, he would either perform skits or he would um, have little segments of his own with other wrestlers, like his friends, um, on the road, and it was just like funny little segments, and he would like have callouts to the fans and. Yeah, stuff like that, and um, it was funny, and people loved it. Yeah, and so it got to a point where he started telling his fans, like, "Hey, if you say something, fans were getting chanted." He was like, "I'll or get fans a- were getting ch- chants." For, uh, fans were chanting for him, and like there was even a point where uh, at a pay per view I went to at uh, Madison Square Garden, at after the main event was over, the Rock. This was after they were off the air. The Rock was saying something to the crowd, and they were just chanting for that guy because he's from Long Island, and they were just chanting for him. And he's like, "Yeah, woo woo, I hear you. You know, you're talking. You know, you're talking, you're talking about him." So he got super over with the fans, and then the fans started demanding that he get put on yeah. TV and get put into a, like a, a good feud and get put into like a title opportunity. And, and he then got they, a title. They did that mid card title. They gave it to him. And they a took month it later, a, they took it away. They, took it away they had uh, John Cena kiss his on-screen girlfriend while he was in a wheelchair because he had been pushed off the stage by Kane. He got thrown off his legs, the stage, and then yeah. he's never been the same since. He got choke bombed through his stage. <laughs> that dude, he got buried. <laughs> he got buried live on. He got what he always term. wanted, which was like a thirty-minute segment every week on Raw, and for like four <laughs> weeks in a row, it was just him getting the living shit beat out of him yep. by Kane, and then yep. he wasn't on TV for like a year. Yep. They they punished him. They said, like, how dare you get over without us? Like, we yeah. decide who the stars are. Yep. It's the most it's the most sad. <laughs> Even if you didn't like the guy or not, it's like you have to admire him trying. Like he, he wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> trying. Yeah. All right. So is is there? I feel like to round out this conversation, it might be useful, at least for my sake. Tell me a tell me a a victory story. Like that was that was horrible, and it sounds like 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 the suits win. Is that just the way it is all the time? Okay, here's the problem with wrestling. There's no seasons. There's no beginning and end. It just goes. Fifty two fifty two shows a year, weekly. There's no breaks. There's no season finale. There's no mid season finale. There's no final victory or anything there's there's nothing like that there's no closure just continue you can have closures to feuds but that wrestler the next day moves on to something else yeah and the other one does too so it's sort of a constant stream yeah people win championships and they have their moment unlike the pay-per-view and everybody's chaining their name but then a month later they're in a completely different position and they're moving on with their career fascinating it's amazing so there's not when you say victory stories, like there are, they're just there's not. always moments where people like make it to the main event and then retire and yeah. everything's great. 
but there's not like a single moment usually that is the end of the story. Yeah, okay, but, but, but what's popping into your mind is like the the like the best fist pump moment in, in your viewing uh, life. If we're just going recently, Daniel Bryan had like one of the greatest like victories over the company over like yeah, the power easily a year ago at WrestleMania. Like Daniel Bryan was a guy who wrestled on the indies. He was very popular. He was always a really nice guy, extremely talented in the ring. Everything he did in the ring, very crisp. Nobody gets hurt, right? Everything looks good. Everything looks brutal. Nobody gets hurt. It's the perfect combination of wrestler. And over time, the fans started to love him, and then he kept getting chanted and chanted, and people loved him, and then finally, last year, he got... After getting screwed, like... <laughs> Several times. There was a strange chain of events that occurred that led him. Yeah, it's to way too long to actually in the go main into, event, but, but he did get it. He got it. Yeah, but the thing was, like a month later, he got injured, which kind of I don't want to say it took away from that because it's still like a great moment, like it's awesome. But it's like it's like you can say like, well, that was a victory, but then like a month later, he got hurt. There are victories. <laughs> it's just, it's just a, another example of this being a. A form of storytelling that's kind of unparalleled, yeah. except in comic books. But even in comic books, um, there's no permadeath, right? Yeah. You know, whereas, permadeath. whereas in this story, it seems like people can just go away and never come back. That's also true. It happens. Yeah. Thank you for educating. M most come back though. But anyway, going back to Max Landis's thing, even if the most retire. important thing he said in that entire thing at the very end. Which is important. It's an, it's the most important caveat to issue. The ninety percent thing. Any wrestling fan uh, that or any potential wrestling fan, ninety percent of wrestling is the worst thing you've ever seen. But when it's most good, most of it is terrible. Yeah. But when it's good, it's great. Yeah, it's so great. Hmm. I mean, Matt. I mean, you guys saw me at WrestleMania. I was pretty excited. About That's a great. lot of things. Like, he went we bananas. Went, I, I, did, I did laughs. <laughs> For me, I've always been a proponent of the ends justify the means. I really don't care how you get there sometimes, as long as the end result is yeah. either the That's right the thing decision so much or in, like with where I wanted it to go. It doesn't really matter. And this WrestleMania was a really good example of that so because the build-up to it, the build up to it, it was Ooh. like the worst ever. Everyone Awful. was so pissed. Yeah. About every little, every episode of Raw leading up to WrestleMania, everybody was just like, this sucks. This isn't going to work. This is going to blow. And I'm not interested. Okay. I don't care. I don't want to watch the show. Is it, is it yearly? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and then WrestleMania happened, and everybody went, oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like, this is the best show. I wish I'd been there. No, so good. So next year, I want to be... I can't just watch it, because if I watch it, it'll be a bunch no, of nothing you to need me. to watch it with us. Yeah, you absolutely need to watch it with us. Right. Unless we go to Dallas. Dallas! Yeah. As long as we can bring my yeah, three-year-old and yeah, one-year-old with me. Family vacation. Not, there we go. not his wife. The bias vacation. Say his wife. In there. She'll probably be happy for yeah. take a vacation there. Yeah. All right. Next year, I'll watch WrestleMania with you. Please guys. do. You can right. Please. Cool. Hell, I'll watch even something. We can watch another one soon. We, 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 monthly. By the way, monthly also, events. We can always it's do a important replay, to know right? that we haven't even brought up here. WWE is not it. 
Yeah, there's more than just WWE. There's a thousand different promotions. Uh, yeah, Red Bank has. There's one down. Red Bank has. Drive by it. So, it's important to remember that WWE is by far the major leagues, but there are a hundred minor league farm clubs that exist, and they're all doing their own thing, and a lot of them are doing really great things. Yeah. So, fascinating. It's all the money. I'm ending the broadcast. This is the end of the broadcast. Bye, everybody. Bye, Marvin. Goodbye. On the next podcast. When I think of Dave Matthews, I constantly think of uh, The Office. When oh, yeah. Andy's. <laughs> Deep tracks only. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, we've already been over this on the podcast. That's true. I brought it up once. Hey, Dave Matthews. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's it. You just, you just summed it up. In five useless syllables. Dave Matthews and Pearl Jam, which one's better? Alright. Which one's better? I'm changing my vote. <laughs> to a bull stream. <laughs> <laughs>